Hello, listeners. Welcome to today's episode of the 15 Minutes of Fame podcast. I'm your host, of course, Erica with Slub Connect, and today I'm super excited. We have a guest here all the way from the UK. Her name is Vicki Taylor, and we're going to be talking about hospitality and experience design. Thanks for joining us today, Vicki. Oh, thank you for having me on the show. Hello. The 15 Minutes of Fame podcast, your destination to learn from people that are passionate about their business and have amazing stories to tell. Are you ready to elevate your expectations of what you thought was possible? It's time to get inspired. So, so there's so many things we can talk about and, you know, what you do in your consulting business, but I really love this idea of experience design. Can you tell me a little bit what you mean by that? Yeah, so... um. It's actually different to lots of different people, and I think experience design can you can define it in lots of different ways. But essentially, it is designing experiences because you know very often I think as brands today we are in such a competitive space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I say to everybody that is no competition, and I don't believe there is competition, but there is competition for attention, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in order to create good experiences. They don't just happen by chance. They happen by putting in all the right ingredients to deliver something that's exceptional. So that's what I mean by experience design. So particularly in the hospitality industry, because it is such um, a creative industry, we have so many opportunities where we can literally design experiences. So we go, Mm -hmm. okay, what do we want to create? Right, let's go and design that experience so we can design it physically, so in real person, and then let's design how we tell that story online. How are we going to tell that story digitally? How are we going to encourage people to engage with us as a brand? How are we going to encourage them to come and visit us, to experience the experience? Um, so, yeah, there's lots of elements that go into it. Right. So where do I start? There's so many questions. So the first thing, of course, I'm in the business of events. So, okay. you know, I guess I'd like to know a little bit about, you know, designing the event experience and um, I know you've been to lots of events and you know was there one that kind of stands out where you had a really really great experience and how did that all happen and come together? Yeah, do you know what? There was actually, there's, there's a lot of events I've been to that have been great experiences. I've been very fortunate to both attend and speak at events. So, like, I've seen it from both sides as like an audience member and also as, as a speaker. Um, one that really did stand out to me was one, it, it was years ago actually probably about four years ago now and it was at Spotify's headquarters in London and I was invited to the event um by actually a a mutual friend of mine and Adams um over in the in the states and um I was invited over and it was really really cool because we had some heads of global brands from around the world so were like brands like Lego, Salesforce, Disney, Coca-Cola and it was do you know what it was just because it was really intimate and raw and it had a really good feeling to it. Mm. And I think having that kind of intimacy and that real up close and personal, I love that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so even now when I've been to some really kind of standout flashy events, that kind of raw, intimate, really engaged event really appeals to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I loved, I loved that one. That's awesome. Um, and it, it, it kind of leads me to the digital experience too, because I mean, today, you know, we're online and, you know, there's this sort of AI component where we're searching for stuff and it's bringing us here and it's bringing us there. And if we do want to talk to a real person, um, it can be really difficult. So how do you keep that experience in the, in, the, in the digital world, I guess, online? Like, how do you keep that, that good experience for people? 
Yeah, I think, do you know, I think it's a really, really tough one, particularly as like automations coming into play and stuff right. as well. I think, you know, a lot of businesses are kind of jumping on that and, and kind of going, yeah, we want to go down this route because it's going to like save us money. It's going to save us time, which I totally understand. Um, but removing the human element completely, it's a really tough one, like a really, really tough one. And I think, you know, you I couldn't sit here and blanket advise everybody as every business on the planet right now because everybody's got different ideas, different budgets, all kinds of different things. Um, but that human element, like, you know, first and foremost, from my point of view, if I was talking to any brand from my point of view, to remove the human element is detrimental. Um, to have a human being at the end of a Facebook business page or even if it's between certain hours where you let customers know that there is going to be a human rather than a robot um, to be able to, to talk to you, I just think is, is crucial. And even though we, you know, there are bots that are amazing and highly, highly intelligent, it still to me doesn't come close to the human experience. I don't know about you, but I don't know whether you've had that experience where you think, oh, I just want a human being. Oh, definitely. Like I, I think about, you know, when you have a real issue with, with something and and you're on the phone and you have the list of like 15 options and then you choose one and it brings you somewhere else and brings you like it's just the most annoying experience i don't think anyone is ever looking forward to making that call when they know that's what they're going to get on the other line completely and like i was i was actually trying to make a call to an international company the other day and i was just going round and round and round in circles and in the end i put the phone down and i was like Do you know what i'm going to go elsewhere so i think you have to weigh up the opportunity cost of actually how much money are we saving versus how many customers are we losing mm -hmm. because this isn't a simple enough process. And actually, you know, as, as things have become more automated and as we are able to access more information instantly, our expectations as consumers goes up and up and up and up and up and up as well. Yeah. So that's happening at the same time. And we are actually craving more human connection because it's, becoming less and less so I think for the companies that are doing it and doing it well they are going to reap the benefits because there are those human touch points that you just cannot replicate with automation and also I mean for for creating that experience even if you do have a person on the other end you want to make sure that person is also creating an experience because you know sometimes you get a person and they're just not helpful <laughs> Completely, 100%. And that's another thing as well. Like, you know, we, and I think as particularly people that work with developing businesses, we, you know, we go and we, we try and help people with, I, I certainly go and help in three ways. So I help with customer experience, I help with business development, and I help with media and how we tell those media stories, whether that's traditionally through PR, through TV, through radio, through social media. But actually, you know, one of the key things is, Training your people and investing in your people because how on earth can you expect them to create a good experience if you're not putting the time into training them to understand that? You know, I was having a conversation a couple of days ago with a guy in the UK called Paul Ince who, who runs events in the UK. And we were both saying how we both worked behind a bar years ago, different bars, but how we believe that everybody should have a job in a bar because it gives you those talking skills and, and that experience to actually talk to people. And I think, you know, nowadays, because people are growing up in that very online culture, you know, it's easier to send a text than it is to pick up a phone and make a phone call. That kind of that art of conversation is lost. Um, so I think investing in helping people to become really good conversationalists mm -hmm. is where it's at for businesses, you know. Conversation is yeah. key.
Yeah, so I have a question for you. Um, what led you to want to do this, to have this consulting business and to help businesses and brands do this? Why? Why are you doing this? So it's interesting. And I, it was only when I was re, kind of rebranding my site last year, actually. So I've gone through kind of um, working with websites, working with social media. And actually, you know, sometimes and you can only like realize why you are where you are when you look back and you connect the dots like retrospectively. And it was when I was writing my about me page. And it's so interesting. Like when I was in school, I was a bit of a one of those people that was different to the other kids. So it was like and it was interesting because I was kind of the pain to teachers. So it was like, oh, Victoria, can't you just do the same as everybody else? And I can remember that over and over and over in my head apart from this other teacher called Mrs. Evans and she was amazing. And like I was, I, I played the piano and she was like the music teacher and she encouraged me to play the piano from a young age. And she'd sit with me after school and play the piano with me. And she really like encouraged me. And I just remember her making me feel amazing versus all these other teachers that actually made me feel horrendous. Mm -hmm. And then I was young and then we were in a Christmas concert and she was the choir teacher and she was at the piano and we were all stood up singing on stage and she collapsed at the piano and she died. And three decades later, I remember the impact that she like left on me then. And I think like Miss Evans had a shot today. I'd still be buying from her now. And that's like three decades after her passing because of how she made me feel. And that's kind of translated through everything. And when I was writing it, I was like, I was, I was sat writing it and I had the tears pouring down my face. I was like, my God, this is, this is why. And I don't think it had ever really clicked with me properly. Although I've always talked about it, I've always talked about people. And I was like, that's why, that's where it stems back to. It stems back to that moment and those early years. And so, yeah, that's, that's the driving force, really, to make every brand like Miss Evans. And, and that's it. If she yeah. was here right now, what would you say to her? she's an angel um like th thank you actually like thank you and like do you know what more so than anything I think it would be like if I could talk to every teacher on the planet it would be to say like to recognize kids for their talents and their individual talents because like she really did that and I I think to myself do you know what maybe if I'd not had that polarizing um experience then maybe I wouldn't have been who I am now and, and be doing what I'm doing now but like it's so important for kids to have that experience from an early age of feeling empowered and feeling like they can do what they want to do and be what they want to be without being sort of fit into a little box and she gave me that space outside of that box so yeah that's it. wow yeah. I love that I ask a lot of people you know uh, business owners that question why they're doing what they're doing and that was one of the best whys I think I've heard and I love that you know this woman had such an impact on you and now you want to have an impact on other people and their businesses and their lives so awesome yeah. you know I'd love to hear a little bit more about about what you what you speak about and then also if there are any other speakers that have inspired you or you love and you want to share about okay cool so um, I speak about, actually I've spoken about quite a few different things. Um, I'm speaking at an event in a couple of weeks about roots, which is all about your creative roots and where like that creativity comes from. I love anything that's quite creative. Um, 
but my my main area really is customer experience and it's like how we design experiences I always like to do something a little bit different on stage to make people remember so like whenever I'm speaking about experience there's always a little bit of a, a something in there whatever it is that will make it memorable um so yeah experience um and the the theme of like making people matter throughout the whole thing is is so crucial um and it works at every event you know whether you're speaking to entrepreneurs or you're speaking to corporates you're speaking to brands you're you know doing internal talks that message kind of rings true with everybody you know because yeah people are people so yeah it, it works with everybody so tell me who has inspired you as a speaker is there someone you know we talked about your teacher but is there some you know have you gone to see a presentation or saw someone online that that you really love yes yeah, so actually there's a few and it, it's hard for me to kind of list list everybody um, one would be Jeremy Waite now, Jeremy Waite, um, he works a lot now with climate change for IBM. Um, but I, Jeremy was actually one of the speakers at that event at Spotify in London um, when he was at Salesforce. And he just knew how to tell a good story. He captivates you. His presentation skills are excellent. Um, Nancy Duart, amazing. TED Talk, she's just exceptional. Um, and also Dean Johnson. Um, yeah, so Dean, um, technologist. Um, and the, the reason for Dean is because he is, do you know what? He just, the imagination is limitless. Um, so yeah, he, he's excellent. He, he does things that other people just don't do on stage. Um, and yeah, it's, it's always a show. It's, it's like a spectacle. And I love that side of things as well. So I've, I've got like a real mix. Um, yeah, a real mix, a real mix of speakers really, because it, I think, just going and hearing continuous business talk all the time can get a little bit tedious. So mm -hmm. I, I like a story. Yeah. So Vicky, where can people find you? <laughs> um, they can find me at Victoria Tail T A Y L UK on the socials everywhere, um, and that's my website as well. So my website is victoriatail.uk. Yeah, that's it. It's quite simple, really. And you can find Vicky on celebconnect.ca as well. Um, so thanks for being here, Vicky. And I always like to to do this at the end. Is there if is there one sort of message that you'd like to leave people with that are that are looking, you know, to make their business or their brand better and really have that uh, better experience for their customers? Yeah, make people matter. Um, mm. And I think like if you can if you can make one person feel good every day, you've done a good job. Quite simple. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much.